You're listening to the weekly Parsha podcast with Ari Goldweg, recorded with Hashem's never-ending assistance in Ramah Pechemesh, Israel, 5784-2024. This week's Parsha is Parsha's Kisisa, and as we've been speaking about for the last few weeks, we continue in our Parsha to speak about the construction of the Mishkan, the different parts of the Mishkan, the different aspects of the Mishkan, and the, and the Psukim tell us, and this is in chapter 31, verse 1, by Dara Hashem Moshe Lemor, Hashem speaks to Moses and he says, I want you to see, says Hashem, that I have called in the name of Bitzalel, the son of Uri, the son of Chur, to the, to the tribe of Yehuda. There's one person, one very young person, as the Mephorshim say, he was 12 years old, who will have the ability, who will have the wisdom, who will have the talent to oversee and to create all of the different aspects, all of the omanut, all of the artistic aspects of the Mishkan that were involved. He has the ability to think the thoughts, to create, to, to have the vision to create with gold and silver, etc. And the Psukim go on to describe how not only he, was from the tribe of Yehuda, Ahaliyav was from the tribe of Dun. This is something that was given over to all those who are very wise. Before we get to the Medrash, and the main point that I want to speak about, I want to read to you, this is the Chumash, as I've mentioned, I, I read it, pretty much we've been reading from it every week, as far as the text, but there's also a comment here, this is a Chumash from my great-grandfather, and in this Chumash there's a comment that it's it's an amazing thing, if you think about it, Hashem, and as we'll see, the, the, there was a, this, the, I call out, see, I want you to see that I'm calling in the name of B'tzalel. What is the idea of this language? So there's an idea that the, the name of B'tzalel was written in a book from the times of Adam HaRishon, the times of the first person, the first human being. Adam was shown all of the people who would exist throughout all of time, all of the leaders, all of those, as we'll see also, who contributed to their great leadership. And, you know, it wasn't really natural that the Jewish people would have somebody who was so talented, who would have such an incredible ability without even being trained, to be able to create all of the incredible, um, beautiful aspects of the Mishkan, the, the dynamic and beautiful artistic aspects of the Mish- Mishkan. But it was somebody, HaKadosh Baruch Hu, had chosen this particular person, this soul, and those who helped him clearly, and had placed it in this, in this time exactly for the express purpose of creating the Mishkan, which would be necessary. Everybody, every one of us, it's a beautiful thing, miraculously, every single one of us, the Jewish people are a slave nation, they don't have the ability, they didn't study, they didn't have doesn't matter. Every single one of us has a talent, has a place. We're written in that book. And 
It's good to know. It's important to know. That's uh, just a little introductory comment. But I'd like to share with you now the Medrash. Medrash says like this, Dabar Acher, Rei Karasi B'Shem. The Medrash tells us that there are seven people. There are seven people who have multiple names. Right? We saw in the Pasuk that he has, what's his name? His name is Betzal, Ben Uri, Ben Chur, the son of Uri, the son of Chur. And often, when a person has names, it's also true of, as we'll see, Mordechai HaTzadik, Mordechai HaYehudi, Mordechai ben Shimi, ben Yair, ben Kish. Often the names of a person, the, the, they're, they're the son of somebody, and their father's name, or their grandfather's name, or their great-grandfather's name, has a certain connotation, which manifests within the person himself. It's a very beautiful idea. person has many names. person has many names, and each of those names have a, are a descriptive um, their description of the person, not only just something that we use as a handle to call the person, but also express the innermost essence of who that person is. And also denote, as we'll see, the fact that there are many factors, there are many, there are many contr- contributors to the essence of who this person is. Medrash says seven people that we find have multiple names. Arba Zelio, Elijah the prophet, who we're going to see more about. Elio Anavi had four names, but Salel Vav, but Salel has six names. Yoshua Vav, Moshe Zion, Joshua had six names. Moses had seven names. Mordechai, different girsays here. Exactly how many he had according to one girsay, it's eight. He had eight names. Mordechai, Daniel, Hey, Chanan, Mishal, Vazaria, Dalid. Different prophets had. Some had more names. So it goes through seven different instances where we see that there are multiple names. We're not going to get into every single one of them clearly. We're going to talk for a bit about Elio, and we're going to talk for a bit about Betzalel. But the amazing thing is, as we said, a person's name is the essence of who he is. So when you have a name, it indicates that there's more to this person and it indicates that there's a tremendous background behind this person what do I mean so I'll just share with you a Gemara in Megillah the Gemara is on Daf Tesvav the Gemara says like this on the top of Daf Tesvav when you have a person mentioned in Tanakh and you have his name mentioned and the name of the father mentioned. And it says about him that he is a Navi. So, if it mentions his father, by mentioning the father, it's telling us something more. And that is, that not only is this person a Navi, but his father was also a Navi. His father was also a prophet. aviv. If it says a person's name, but it does not mention his father's name, so we know that he is he was a prophet, but his father was not. Sorry, the, the Gemara says something interesting, that if it mentions the city where the person is from, 
if it mentions a, a city alongside the name of the prophet, so you know that he came from that city. If it's if it doesn't say which city he's from, we know he's from Jerusalem. Okay, it's interesting. We gotta understand exactly what this is trying to teach us. And then one more thing it says, which I'm not gonna read on the side, is that if it tells us about a person and it says his father's name, so we know that they're connected in what way. If it explicitly talks about Tzidkos, if it speaks about righteousness, we know that he and his father were righteous. If it speaks about this person in a negative way and it mentions his father, so we know that he and his father were wicked. Okay, so what's the idea here? And we're going to see that it's also connected to us, it's connected to Bitzal, it's connected to Elio Anavi, Elijah the prophet. But we talk about the person, we talk about his location, we talk about the person, we talk about his father. And, and we talk about it as a name that describes him. What is the teaching here? The teaching is powerful. It means that if he's righteous, his father's righteous. If he's a prophet, his father's a prophet. It means that who I am is very much a product of those who came before me. This is something that we got to think about because sometimes we, we do differently. We, we, we've gone on our own path, a different path perhaps than our parents, but sometimes we're following in their paths. And we need to know that very much who we are is a result of who our parents are, who our parents brought us up to be. I enjoy the fact that I'm reading from the Chumash of my great-grandfather. This is an expression of the fact that who I am is a result of who he was. I've mentioned here in the past, my great-grandfather is buried in Kfar Saba. He's buried in Israel. My, grand, my great-grandfather, Yosef Yitzchak. My great-grandmother, Rachel. And uh, it's the fact that I've, I'm in Eretz Yisrael. I live in the land of Israel. is very much because it was their she'ifa, their desire to be here. My grandparents lived here. They went to America. My parents came here. They left. They went back to America. My parents returned. I, I'm living here. I have two sisters here. But we are a product, very much a product, of who raised us, of the background, of, of, of the, the values, the spiritual values that make up our, our families. And, and that's our names, we're called. Our names are, and that's why we give our kids, my baby, Baruch Hashem, is named after my great-grandfather, Yosef Yitzchak. And, and who we are and who we name our children, it's all a hemshech, there's a continuation. And it forms the essence of who we are. And the spiritual, uh, the spiritual positivity that we bring into the world is a testament to who they were. Let's see what the measure says. Elio Yerushalmi Hoyo. So this is an also, also an important point. Elijah was from Jerusalem. Right, we said that if it mentions the name of the location where the the person lives, so he was from that place. If it doesn't say it, so he's from Jerusalem. What's the significance? Obviously, Yerushalayim is the most spiritual. You know, it's the spiritual capital of the world. Beis Hamikdash, the the, the temple is there. The Lishkas Hagazis, as we're about to say, it's the place where the the Sanhedrin sat, the greatest rabbis of the generation. People would come there to to find out what is Hashem's will for them. This was the location, the spiritual place that we are. The city that we live in has an effect on who we are. If 
we come from a certain place, it affects us. The language that we speak, the ideals that we have. Says the Medrash, Elisha, I'm sorry, Elio Anavi, was someone who came from Jerusalem and he sat amongst the great sages in the Sanhedrin. There are different descriptions of, he's called Elio HaGiladi, he's from Gilad, what's Gilad? The discussion here exactly, where is this location, Gilad? There are those who say it's referring to the Beis Amigdash, the temple. He lived in different places. He lived. He came from two different shvatim, different tribes of the Jewish people. But he has four names indicating that there are four aspects of who he was, four aspects of his background, the city that he lived in, the the place that he found himself located. All of these things created the man, Elio Anovi, Elijah the prophet. And who are these people? If you look at the list. These are great people who are transition people. Right? Let's see who are we talking about. Leo Anavi is the one who we know is going to be Mavasta the Gaulu. He's going to he's going to announce the ultimate redemption. He's going to return. He's going to tell us about what's going to happen. He's going to say, Mashiach is arriving. Basam English is about to be built. But Saul is the one who's actually building the Mishkan. Interestingly, the Mephorshim asks, why don't we talk about Shlomo HaMelech, King Solomon? He should have been mentioned here. He was also the one who built the base of English. He also had many names. Yahushua is obviously the person who brings the Jewish people into the land of Israel to conquer the land. Moshe brings the Jewish people out of Egypt in order to receive the Torah. Mordechai is the, the Goyal of his time. He's the one who redeems the Jewish people from the threat of Haman right before the second base of English is to be built. Each of these represents a person of this stature and caliber, but it's important to understand who are these people? Who are the great people of Israel, the leaders of the people of Israel? They are a product of the of Israel. They are a product of their surroundings, of their of their glorious past, and they're a product of their present, the cities where they grew up, the, the surroundings that they found themselves in. You know, it's very easy to read stories about the Jewish people, hear the stories about the great ones who led each generation and think, hey, well, what happened to everybody else? What about the, the hundreds of thousands of, of Amcha, of regular people, right? But it's important to understand that the Amcha were part of they were led by these leaders, but the leaders were also formed by the people. They came out of the people. They were the result of and a combination of the places that they lived and the backgrounds that they had. Okay. Not so clear exactly what this is speaking about, but it's speaking about the fact that he came from the place, the location of Yerushalayim. Elio Anavi came from Jerusalem, which was in the Chelek of Binyamin, which is in the a portion of Benjamin. Right? We know Jerusalem is that place. Also, Mordechai is from from Binyamin, and he's also from Yehuda. He's the right. It's interesting the the person who has to do with Geula, who has to do with redemption, is a someone who lives. Elio lives at the junction in Jerusalem, which is the junction between Yehuda and Benyamin, Judah and Benjamin, 
which are two messianic characters, something I can't get into right now, but that's who Mordechai is. Talking about Yerushalayim, it's a place that's going to be renewed. It's going to be, you know, think about it. We're here after 2,000 years of being outside of Yerushalayim, and Yerushalayim is getting back its great glory. It's it's, it's a tahalich, it's a process. We still need a base HaMikdash. But we have returned. We're bringing back the spirituality is returning, the the physical aspect of Eretz Yisrael is returning, the land of Israel and Jerusalem. But it's a place that needs to be brought back. Okay, this is the place, it's first describing Yerushalayim, which was the place that Elio lived, and saying that it was a place of protection. It's a place where HaKadosh Baruch Hu brings down the destruction of Esav, of the forces of evil. It's a place where they all gather and they want to, you know, I'm saying, just look at what's going on right now, Talk the, the, the evil talk, the, the Muslims who doesn't even mention Jerusalem in, in the Quran, but still they claim Yushalayim, they claim Jerusalem, some of them do, some of them don't. Whole conversation for another time. But the nations of the world are all saying, hey, we're going to acknowledge a, a Palestinian state, Jerusalem as, as its capital, etc., all these kinds of... There's a focus on Yushalayim, because Yushalayim is the source... It's the source of who Eliyahu was, who Elijah the prophet was. It's the, but it's the source of Geulah, because that's who Eliyahu Navi represents. And it's the place where they fall. They make a claim of being the chosen ones of Hashem, but there, there's only one chosen nation. There's only one chosen people who are meant to guide the entire world, and that's Klal Yisrael, the people of Israel. Okay, let's go on. V'nikulo has a, a few different descriptions of Eliyahu Hanavi, besides for where he's from. From Jerusalem, he's called Eliyahu, he's called Zichri. Why does he have these names? So in speaking about the essence of who Eliyahu is, and we're about to get back to Betzalel and the Mishkan, but it's important to understand that Eliyahu is also a pathway into the into the Beis Hamikdash, right? Into the Temple. He's the one who introduces us to Geula and says it's the time, and it's the time to build. It's the time for Beis Hamikdash to come, right? So Eliyahu and and Bitzal are very much related. But what the the description is the pasuk in Divrei Hayamim, chapter one, verse. I'm sorry, Divrei Hayamim, first. Chronicles chapter 8 verse 27 and it refers to Elio as Yarshia which means that there's a, a shaking a shaking of the world Hashem brings a great noise into the world but it says Eliyahu, it refers to him by his name that we know Vizichri, the word Zichri is another reference to Elio there's a mentioning Hashem Reminds the world of the merit of the forefathers, right? What's the merit of the forefathers? What does that have to do with me? It's something that happened three thousand seven hundred years ago, but it's but it has everything to do with me, right? Because we are a continuation of them. 
if the if we are always talking about Avram Yitzchak and Yaakov, always talking about Sarah, Rivka, Rachel, and Leah, so we bless our children and you should be like them. That's so we say every single day, three times a day in our Shmon Esrei. We're talking about them. We're reading the, the the stories, their stories, because that shapes who we are. That shapes who we are. So we still have their merit. The last thing is Bnei Yerucham. Elio is referred to as the children of Yerucham. The word Yerucham means that Hashem has mercy on us. He has mercy on the world. Right? It's the time of Din. Before Mashiach comes, which is the time we're in now, it's a time of judgment on the world. But it's also a time of Rachamim. Hashem wants the world to continue. He wants Beis Amigdash. He wants the, the, the entire world to serve him. Okay, Hashem has, has compassion on his world through this process, through the advent of Elio Anavi. Betzal has six names. Betzal has six aspects of who he is, where he comes from, what is the essence, what does it take to be somebody who creates a Mishkan, who forms a tabernacle, a place where the Jewish people will connect to Hashem. What are the aspects of his personality? What are the aspects of all that went into creating this person? There are six of them. So we get we have Ezichus who shel Yehuda. He comes from the tribe of Judah. He comes from Judah. Refers to the grandson of Chetz, of, of Yehuda, which is Chetzron, Yehuda, right? Understand who is Yehuda? Yehuda is the one who's the great grandfather of Mashiach, of course. He's the aspect of Haida, of thanks to God, of admission to God. His grandson is Chetzron. Pasuk refers to Chetzron and refers to Kalev. Right, to follow this a little bit. His names. So Miriam Efros. So it refers to Kalev, who's a great grandson of Yehuda, who is married to Miriam. Miriam Hanavia. This is another aspect of who Bitzal is, who he comes from, who is the essence of who he is. Miriam Hanavia, the sister of Moshe Rabbeinu. Also an aspect of Geula, of redemption. She, who is she? She is called Ephras. She's married to Kalev. She's called Ephras. What's the language of Ephras? She was one of the Mialdes. She was one of the women who helped the Jewish people. She and her mother, Yocheved, they helped the Jewish people have more babies. You understand who is the who? What is the background of a Betzal? Why is he chosen to be the one who is going to build a Mishkan? It's because of the essence of who he comes from, the aspects that go into his personality, the 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 people behind him who were encouraging the Jewish people to to 
have children, to become great, to become who they're meant to be. Goes on to speak about these different aspects. And then it says something which we mentioned at the beginning. That we said that Hakadosh Baruch Hu says, "See this person that's going to create the Mishkan. See this person within his very essence are aspects of the Mishkan." And the the, the Medrash goes through all these different aspects, and I can't get into them because I want to get to one more last point. But the idea is that he was prepared all the way. For this job, all the way back in time, from the six days of creation, like we saw that Adam Arishon saw inside of his book, that this person, Betzal, is going to come at this exact moment in time to create the Mishkan. And of course, I will say that there's going to be somebody who's going to come at exactly the right moment to build our base Hamikdash, to be involved, right? We think of it as coming down from Shemaim, coming down from heaven, but it says that also in regards to the Beis HaMikdash of Shlomo, Amalek, King Solomon's temple also, in a certain sense, came down, but he also built it. So there probably will be both aspects. We will be involved. There will be someone who will be that chosen person who will have been prepared all the way from the time of creation, just like Bitsala was. And one last point, and it has to do with something that we read later on in the Pasuk. Rabbi Hanin ibn Pazi says, the greatest of all of the tribes was Yehuda. We have Bitzal who comes from Yehuda. And the lowest, the one that's considered, so to speak, the lowest of all the tribes was Shevet Dan. Hashem wanted that not only is Bitzal who comes from the greatest tribe of the Jewish people going to be involved in the construction of the Mishkan, but also Ahaliyav. Ahaliyav, we mentioned before, he came from the tribe of Dan, the lowest of all of the tribes. Hashem took somebody from the greatest tribe and from the seemingly lowest tribe, and Hashem said, I want you to know, no one should think that just because you are involved in my Mishkan, just because you are involved in creating the tabernacle, the place where my Shekhinah, my divine presence will rest, and you will have a relationship with me, don't think that just because you're the one doing it, that you're the only one that's great. No. Even from the from the lowest tribe, I'm going to have somebody who is equally involved. Everyone in front of me has a chashivus, has an importance. And the reason that this is such an important point that the Medrash ends off with in speaking about the idea of the names and the backgrounds, and the, the tzaddikim, the great righteous individuals, Elio Anovi, Bitzal, all the other ones that are mentioned here. Every single person has a background, a different background. B'nai Dan, they were from the shifchais, they were from the maidservants. They didn't have, perhaps, the uh, golden yichus, the golden background that, that Bitzal, who came from Miriam, and came from Kalev, and came from Chetzron, and from Yehuda, and that's not who Ahaliyav was. He was from Dan. He came from a different, perhaps, <coughs> more humble background, we could say. And the Torah tells us, HaKadosh wants us to know, and it's true also in the times of the Mishkan, I'm sorry, in the times of the Beis HaMikdash, the, the Medrash goes on to say that also, there were people from Yehuda who were involved in the, in the 
building of the base of Migdash, Shlomo HaMelech, it was Hiram, according to one opinion, is coming, also was from Dan, the greatest person, the lowest person, the, purpose, the, the, the point is that here we are, we have backgrounds, whatever our backgrounds are, wherever it comes from, why, whatever the reason for our name, we are who we are, the greatest person, the humblest person, we have all of the elements, the spiritual elements that we need in order to serve Hashem, in order to create that Mishkan, whether it's an actual Mishkan or it's a personal Mishkan, a personal place for us to relate to Hashem. Each and every one of us, wherever we are, HaKadosh Baruch who wants us to be who we are supposed to be, to create that relationship with Him. And it's an incredible lesson. And we are who we are based on all of the components of our surroundings, of our city, of our background, of our family. All of these things contribute to who we are and who we are to become. All of our experiences, they're there for us to grow and to serve Hashem, each of us, exactly in our own way. Hashem should bless us. I ask you to bless me. Hashem should bless you as well. Hashem should help us to realize the incredible power that we have in our names, in our parents' names, in our grandparents' names, our great-grandparents' names. Hashem should help us to understand who we are in His plan. And Hashem should help us to build that Mishkan, that tabernacle, and be able to see the day when Ilio Anavi comes and ushers in that moment when we see the true building of the Beis HaMikdash maybe speedily in our days. Thank you so much for listening. Have a wonderful Shabbos. This podcast was made possible through the gracious donations of listeners like you. For more podcasts like this, please visit www.arigoldwag.com or search on iTunes, Ari Goldwag.